The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Friday the 13th of July. Low confidence in the housing market. Donald Trump lands in the UK. We give you a guide to this weekend's Wimbledon matches. And the world's longest fingernails. This is your Squiz today. Claire, a recent survey by the NAB Bank has shown that homeowners aren't feeling great about house prices. Not bad news if you're trying to get into the market, of course. Off the back of this, are there any predictions as to what might happen in the property market? There is, and Morgan Stanley, which is one of those investment banks, uh, put out a report yesterday too saying that uh, it expects house prices to fall by about another 10%. Uh, so again, not particularly great for confidence if you're a homeowner, but good if you're trying to get into the market. Uh, but there's a whole heap of things that are happening at the moment in the housing market. Certainly in Sydney and Melbourne, uh, prices are looking to come down. That's probably because of uh, investor restrictions of getting loans because the regulator has said that it wanted to slow that down to try and take the you know foot off the accelerator of price hikes but there's other markets like Hobart which are just in double digit growth so the thing to to watch out for is an interest rate rise soon the banks are probably looking to do that out of cycle because um, the costs of them lending money are going up. And Donald Trump has landed in the UK. What can we expect? Is he meeting the Queen? He is meeting the, meeting the Queen. He sure is. Oh. He's heading to Windsor Castle to meet the Queen. Um, tonight, actually, as we're talking, there's a state dinner that's happening. Uh, he has shrugged off concerns that protesters are going to ruin his trip. He says that the Brits quite like him, which I don't quite know what he's basing that on, but I'm sure there's a lot of Brits who do quite like him. So good good luck good to, to him. to be confident, I guess. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and, um, yeah, hilariously, there's this um, probably the, the lighthearted moment in it is um, this um, group of um, people who have put together a, a what they're calling the um, Trump baby blimp. Um, yes, tell me about that. I <laughs> saw it. It's, oh, um, it just makes me horrific. smile. It's not for any Trump reasons. I just love people being cheeky. Um, so they've um, <laughs> they've got permission to fly the Trump baby over um, Parliament Square. Uh, Trump won't really be there, and it looks like organisers of the trip have been very careful to make sure that Trump doesn't, you know, come into contact with Trump baby. But um, yeah, they'll be flying it um, over London. And we'll no doubt see pictures of that in the news in the next few hours um, or when certainly when it gets to Friday. But, yes, they're looking now for permission to fly it um, over Trump's Scottish golf course, which is where he's spending the weekend. <laughs> it's um, it, Yeah, it's worth clicking on the link to have a look at that one. And I'm sure it'll get plenty of press over the weekend anyway. Um, it came out yesterday that Aussies overclaimed their tax by $8.7 billion in 2014 and 15. We like it's a, worth a try. Yeah, we like a tax deduction. <laughs> um, the top of the list is uh, work-related deductions and then, you know, things like forgetting. I put forgetting in my, you know, sort of air talking marks, um, forgetting yep. to claim cash wages. So, yeah, it's something the tax office is saying, look, you, you're actually really dudding. Um, the tax system and Australia's coffers, you know, almost $9 billion. And of course, that money goes to all sorts of things for the public good. So yeah, it's a big number. It is a, a big, big number. number when you add it all up. 
Now, lifesavers are not the Bondo kind. The lolly kind are back in Aussie hands. Well, nearly. Um, certainly, Darrell Lee has agreed to buy it. Um, it's a, a deal at the moment that has conditions attached to it. So, you know, kind of like when you buy a house, you agree to buy it and then you've got to go through a process to actually make it happen. But, yeah, it looks like... Um, close enough. Close, close enough. It, it looks like, um, yeah, Darrell Lee has bought them from, um, from Nestle. So... Here they come back again. I haven't again. had a lifesaver in a long time. A really long time. And I remember I used to have them, you know, particularly the rainbow-coured ones. I don't yeah. I just haven't even seen them, I don't think, for years. Maybe they're making a comeback. I'm calling it early. <laughs> and in sport, we'll put a bit of a pause on World Cup news until Monday when we'll know the final result. Uh, it's all about Wimbledon. Uh, the, in the coming nights, Rafael Nadal will play Novak Djokovic in the semi-final on Saturday evening. Yeah, it's a shame. Shame that's not heading to a you know golden oldies kind of grand final for them. Yeah, that's true. It's good to have some fresh blood though. Um, Kevin Anderson is the South African who beat Roger Federer. He'll play John Isner from the US this evening, and of course Serena Williams is through to the Saturday night's final where she'll play German Angelique Kerber. Let's do Friday Lights. You've got crepes in here. I love crepes. A crepe recipe. It just felt like a crepe kind of weekend to me. So there's a um, there's there's that recipe. Also in there is, yeah, there's a, a theory that Sex in the City actually killed rom-com. So the reason why we haven't had a really mm. cracking rom-com movie in recent years is because of Sex in the City killed the whole genre by being so brutally honest about sex and romance and you know all of that kind of stuff if you know if you think Carrie's world is is an honest one but um yeah the other link I've got in there is um tips to have a really successful romantic trip with your partner well it is school holidays so maybe those tips will be quite useful for some people (laughs) um I've got to add this one in I mean the world's longest fingernails are now on display. I must How have, long are they? Yeah, I must admit to vomiting a little bit in my mouth when I was looking Same. at that. Um, it's gross. Um, they were long, like metres long. He'd been growing them for 66 years. The length of a London bus. I and, can't. And you know what? Oh. The other weird thing is he let them go so that his hand, his his actual hand joints fused because they were so heavy. He can barely use the hand. So he's chopped them off and now they're in a New York museum. Yeah, you can go and have a look at them. and have a great weekend on that note oh no we haven't done the subject line what's the subject line today Uh, well the subject line is um black magic woman it's friday the 13th um ah it is friday the 13th and there's also um a partial eclipse um which if you're in sort of melbourne across to adelaide but certainly in tassie you can you can see at about one o'clock today oh hot tip Mm. thanks claire that's all right Uh, Have a great weekend, everyone, and we will chat with you on Monday. Catch you Monday. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au. A message now from our podcast partner, BHP. The steel made from iron ore plays an important role in providing the production of our energy infrastructure, from wind turbines to power poles. So cutting carbon emissions in iron ore production is key. It's why BHP has committed to a solar and battery agreement to help power its port facilities at Port Headland. It's happening now at BHP.